We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by Ryan Belangi and Jordan Cooper. We're talking Saturday's three-game slate at DraftKings. Before we get going, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are four subscribers off from a thousand. So if you're watching this, subscribe and we'll get that we'll get that 1k mark. Uh, whoever is the 1,000th subscriber, uh, you can get a, a pat on the back, is what I'll say. But Jordan Ryan, we've had we've all played Champions League this week. Now we we get uh, blessed with Manchester City as you know another massive favorite home against Nottingham Forest. Jordan, you're just talking you're just talking up uh, your your Man City strategy here because you won midweek. So uh, are you ready to win again? I guess I'll ask. Well, it depends on what their what their lineup's going to look like. I mean, really, it's the comes down to the cheap pieces. I mean, I think the key to the slate is whether or not Mateus Nunes starts at forty eight hundred because Man City. I mean. DraftKings did a great job of pricing him up just like $400 more than than him putting up, you know, nearly 15 points midweek. Uh, Bernardo Silva is going to be out, so that makes it more likely that he'll play. Uh, probably he'll be Gavardiol over over Gomez. Walker's a little, little pricey. I don't know if you have to play him, but I could see my lineups looking very similar to, uh, to what they did on Tuesday. It just comes down to... I think the hard part on this slate is choosing between a lot of like 3K, 4K guys in the other spots. And that's, I mean, there are a whole bunch of options for those. Yeah, we know you're going to be talking about Joakim Anderson later, but uh, we'll, we'll get there once once Defender comes around. Ryan, uh, what's, going, what's going on here? Are you, I don't know. We, we talked, both of us talked to us on that Tuesday slate. And you said, I think you said you hated the slate. How do you feel? How do you feel about this one? Oh yeah, another great slate here. Even worse this time because it's only three games. Um, man, you don't even get Ross Barkley here either. Yeah, I mean, riveting stuff. These small slates with with City as massive favorites. I don't, you know, it's yeah, it's always fun when you have to try to decide who's the best 3k punt who's the best 4k punt and that's what your day is going to rely on i don't know um 
You know, I, for tournaments, I think for tournaments, it's interesting though. Uh, I think for tournaments, I think Jack mentioned something. This is the all time fade Hallen spot, generational wealth opportunity for uh, fading Hallen down this slate. Unfortunately, the contests aren't very big, so I don't know how much wealth you can not, get from fading generational. Um, but yeah, you know, city are going to be massive chalk, just like last slate. I mean, I lose when I play Halland. I lose when I fade Halland. So, you know, I'm not too excited about this one, but, uh, we'll try to give the people a good show. I mean, cash is pretty simple at least. Well, until you, well, I mean, it's honest. simple. I mean, the problem with this slate for GPPs is that if you look at the spreads of the games, like the options that you would want in the other games, and we'll, we'll there may be some that are cheap in one game, but like the main options, like we look at forward and it's like, okay, we're going to Holland, Alvarez, Foden, like most likely my cash lineup will have Holland, Alvarez, Foden. And then people may get a sneaky go, okay, I'll play some Doku if he starts, right? Like something like that. But like, it takes Eze's 10K, right? Like, Pedro Neto, like in, in, in midfield, is 9,300. I mean, like, like they're pricing the guys in the other games that, like, are targets that we typically play at such a similar price as the Man City pieces. It It's not like, if, like, if you told me Eze was, like, 7,800. If you told me Neto was 6,600, like, then then I could see these constructions where it's like, okay, maybe some of these guys could, could get there and maybe I can match them, but it's hard to get away from the city guys. Yeah. If, you, if you're going to pay, you might as well pay for the guys that are much more likely to score a goal and assist, two goals, plenty of chances created, that type of stuff. I'm much more interested in, like, playing GPP lineups, and we'll get to GPPs, obviously, that may still play like one or two of these Man City guys in the expensive spots, but kind of like try to find goals in that four to six K range in these other games. And I think there are options there just that for cash that these guys have no floor. Uh, yeah, right. I agree. So, so you're not trying to roster $6,700 Nico Williams away to city as, as leverage in tournaments. <laughs> You know, we like to run back the opposing defender from the team that you're going to stack. What happens <laughs> if Matt Doherty starts for the Wolves and he's 7,600? Oof. Must play. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, what happened. You're right, be, though. He must have been awesome last season. I, I think he played in Spain or something last season. Uh, he must have been awesome, and his stats are coming over from that. Who knows? Do you remember Jordan. when we couldn't make – sorry, do you remember when we couldn't make Neto work for 3500 He was like, you know, you're a, you're a donkey if you try doing that, and now the guy doesn't come off the field and just absolutely does everything. Yeah, funny how it works out like that. Well, I mean, we did have questions of was he going to split? Was Sarabia going to take all the set pieces? Was he – first game of the season, is he going to go 60 minutes a game again every – every game kind of thing. And now it's like, okay, we kind of know what his role is in this team. So, so now, you know, all that's gone, but yeah, I just wish we got rewarded last year. Yeah. And on a different slate, if Man City wasn't on the slate and some other, you know, garbage pick game was on, 
It'd be I mean, fun. We'd be playing these as a netto type of lineups and and not caring about the goals. But I mean, this feels like this feels like it's especially with all these Man City players that are like that are injured and out. Like it's less likely that you're going to get these like 65 minute subs. So it's not even the point where it's like, well, what happens if this? What happens if this guy doesn't start? What happens if there's rotation and Graylish is in? It's like these guys aren't playing. Like they're they're. Their bench is their their younger players that they're not going to be put they're not going to be putting in you know you know Bob unless the game's like out of hand or something like that or unless there's an injury. Graylish is supposedly it could be an option Saturday. So I mean I don't know if that's going to change anything for for builds here, but that's what the, mid- the, the, the midweek <laughs> the midweek Champions League slate was so bad, or at least I thought so. I, I'm I'm. Um, down so bad when it comes to these city slates that I played Oscar Bob off the bench on multiple lineups uh, <laughs> in the main GPP. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Came on, had a shot on goal, you know, and it, not that any of it would have mattered, but that's where I was on, on, on the last man city slate. So yeah, he was 3,100 by the way, 3,100. And, uh, you know, it was, there was, I was making, I, I had these lineups planned where I had the $3,100 shock tar guy. Right. And then I, you know, I I was started looking at other constructions and I I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's just play Oscar Bob. You know, I'm going to lose on this. I'm going to lose on the slate anyway. All right. So three games slate, Oscar Bob's 5,400. Are you going to play Oscar Oscar Bob on Saturday? I'm I'm honestly not even joking. I would have considered it if Grealish was still out because the reason I did it was because he was literally the only attacker on the bench. I mean, look at their team. He was the only attacker on the bench. And if Grealish was going to be out that would be the case again obviously 5400 is not the same as 3100 um no i'm not going to do it on this slate but is is there in cash games is there a case to be made that you play anyone in your two forward slots that isn't a man city player jordan what if i told you Eberechi as a had a 20 point preloaded floor going into this game would you 20. play him 20 points <laughs> 20 point preloaded floor home, home against Fulham. Yeah. We're up to 20 points. If you, if you guaranteed me 20 points for SA, I would plug him in my cash lineup. Okay. Over Holland. Okay. It'd be over Holland. Okay. And not over Alvarez, but I mean, he doesn't, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, 12, no, I don't know. 12, 15. It's not that it's not a huge difference. I don't see how you don't play uh, two man city players at forward though. Just to answer your question. In cash. In cash. Yeah, it's in cash. It seems like you're losing if you do anything else. Truthfully, I, I don't see how you don't play all three. I don't see how you Holland Alvarez Foden and like you you start from there and then you figure out the rest. And then Nunez at forty eight hundred, if he starts, it's like that's like you just preload that in and then you go from there. I don't I don't in cash games, I mean that's why this is not like on a great slate to talk about because like it's like like you said on Tuesday. There's no dis. Like you said there's no decisions. Like this is not a slate where yeah, so many um, few decisions that you can make on this slate. It'll be interesting to see because I feel like last year we had a couple spots like this, and you know me and you were like, oh yeah, for sure, Halland. But then like one or two of the regulars will show up with Eze with Foden and Alvarez. I don't know. I just remember you know we had sort of decided that. Halland was the cash play in these spots, but 
not everyone feels that way. I, I still, well, I, I still think, think out, I don't know. Out of, the, out of the three forwards, if I was the, if you were to force me to only play two of them in cash, uh, Holland would be the guy that I would take out because, you know, his, his range is more goal dependent than the others. Right. He's more expensive and his range is more goal dependent. So I can see fading Holland again. It's the riskier option, but yeah. Yeah, as you can see here on the cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. That's a 48-hour trial to get this. You can see Holland is minus 300 to score. Uh, he was minus 500 on Tuesday, and he did not score. But the one thing I, I was looking at in this cheat sheet is pull, I pulled up the floor. Is it Does it matter at all to you guys that Holland's floor is, has been basically the same as Morgan Gibbs-White this season? He's taken so many shots. He has at least two shots on goal. Every game he's played, it seems like he is taking more shots, maybe because, I don't know, KDB's not there, I guess. I mean, granted, Rodri's taking a bunch of shots too, so maybe just Manchester City are taking more shots in general. But does that matter to you guys at all in cash games that, you know, maybe even if he doesn't score or maybe he only scores one goal, he still has like a 10-point floor kind of a thing here? So maybe, you know, he gets the goal and the 10-point floor. He's up at 22 or so. Is that going into any of this, or are you just looking at the minus 300? He's on Manchester City. I don't really care if he has, you know, he's averaging five shots. It doesn't really matter kind of thing. What do you, what do you think, Jordan? I mean, I think, I mean, he does have a floor. I mean, he's going to play as long as he can and as long as Man City need goals. I mean, the, pro, the, the knock on Jeremy Doku is that we can't project him to play 90 minutes. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. I don't mind Doku at, at 9,100, but he's obviously the odd man out because he's much more likely to come off at 60, 65, 70, some, you know, something like that. So you have to project him lower. Alvarez is Holland and Foden much more likely to go 90. And, you know, I'll take Holland's 90 minutes of, I mean, they're going to be bombarding Nottingham Forest. They're a minus 750 favorite. So, Chances created a sit like, dude, Holland got 14 points, 14, 15 points on Tuesday, like with an assist and a bunch of floor stuff. And this is a some very similar spot. So like, yeah, Eze's there and, and Neto is a spend up at midfield, but like, dude, Holland also could put up four goals. I mean, and just crush you also. <laughs> so like, even if you told me that Eze and Neto's floors were two, three points higher on average, like it's not like Hol- it's not like Holland is Chris Wood. It's not like Holland is like, oh, he's sitting there. It's the 80th minute, and he has three and a half points, or he has the Cavani where he has you know a goal and he has a yellow card and he's sitting there at ten points. I mean, I mean, he's most probably going to have four or five shots, two on goal, like I. I think he has an eight to 10 point floor, regardless if he scores or get on, it gets an assist or not. Ryan, what do you think? I was kind of more asking just compared to last season. He's he averaged four shots a game last season. He's averaging six shots a game this season. He's averaging more than one. He's averaging more than one shot on goal per game this season. Is that, is that matter yeah. at all here? Um, yes. If it's true, um, I'll just push back with, I think City have found themselves in some favorable spots for floor points based on mm-hmm. how a lot of the games went. Midweek, yeah. they went down. Uh, Sheffield, they were tied in like the 90th minute. I mean, pushing the whole way. Uh, West Ham, they went down. So I do think he has a floor, and maybe it's maybe he takes more shots without KDB in there. That also might be true. 
Um, but I think Eze's floor is more than a couple points higher. Um, but, uh, but I, you know, I agree with the general sentiment of what mm-hmm. Jordan said. Yeah. I would also add on for Doku. I don't actually think he's more likely to come off before Holland. Um, Bernardo Silva's out. And again, the Grealish thing we'll see, but no, Doku. No. Sorry. If Grealish is on the bench, Doku is a massive favorite to be subbed first. In my I, opinion. Yes. I would also say that, uh, Manchester City played Newcastle on Wednesday. They have a cup game. They're playing all these games. I just don't think Pep's going to be in a situation where it's like, okay, I don't have anyone on my bench, so I need Holland, my best player, my goal scorer, to go 90 minutes every game. I mean, when he got pushed last season, he picked up an injury. You know, maybe he's not thinking this way and he doesn't care if, if you know, a star striker gets injured, but is Holland actually going to go 90 minutes today, 90 minutes Wednesday, 90 minutes next weekend, 90 minutes next Champions League game? I, I it mean, depends. I so. It all, you know, it, it depends whether the game is still up for grabs. Is really yeah. So at that point, I mean, is it going to be up for grabs, I guess? Well, all these past few have been. We didn't think they were necessarily going to be. Um, they also, yeah, I, Get your point. It would be smart to rest him, but they don't have, they're only going to have one attacker on the bench. I mean, also, you know, yeah, Hallen, he's been, we've seen Pep use, you know, KDB as a false nine. I mean, we've, we've even seen Foden as a false nine as well. Yeah, it's Alvarez not like, can play stri- Alvarez can play right. striker. It's yeah. not, it's not like Mancy is like, okay, we can only have Holland on the pitch and, and no one else can be up there. I mean, they, right. they have plenty of options. It's right. not like, um, I also, I don't think he would, you know, it also depends on whether he's scored or not too. Um, especially there's been so much talk about all the chances he's missed recently. I mean, it's all they talked about during the Champions League game. Same with the week before he's at, he's missed, you know, we got a comment in the chat, incredibly unlucky not to score. Yeah. Unlucky and both his own fault. I mean, he hit the crossbar, he hit the post, he missed a couple easy chances. Um, so if he hasn't scored yet, Pep's leaving him out there. Honestly, he has seven goals in five games. I don't know if Pep really cares about numbers. If I'm, if I'm being I, honest. No, that's just, that's how you manage a top striker. Trust me. His confidence is down. This is a spot for goals. I his mean, confidence this is, one of those, is down off of one game. It is a little game. bit. You can tell it's more than one game though. He's missing like easy chances and it's being talked about all over the place. I, I see it on Twitter. I see it in the halftime. I hear it during the, what, while the game's going. I mean, he's getting criticized. Do you think Pep goes on Twitter and like sees what's being written about his players? You think he cares about um, that? Um no, but the players care. Like, you know, it's one of those where like it's in a way it's similar to Lewandowski and Messi where like if the manager subbed them, it was going to be a problem. Like the those guys are out there to score goals and they get upset. Like I I get your point. Like Pep should rest Hallen. He should, and he will if he's scored and they're up three to nothing, but I don't know. Um, otherwise, at Ford, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned everything here, at least for cash games. It's kind of like, okay, Manchester City, uh, if you want to play Eze, if you want to play if you want to play Neto or something. Or actually, is Neto midfield only? Yeah, Neto, midfield Neto's only. midfield only. So that, that's kind of it. Uh, I don't think we need to go further on, in terms of cash games um, unless Jordan's – you want to play Raul Jimenez if he want if he starts? Is he your guy at 4K? I don't think you're you're not you're. It's cash games. You're playing a Man City player. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. You know. We'll talk GPPs and we'll talk GPPs afterwards. Yeah, 
And then for midfield, if we plug Foden in as the second midfielder, is I mean, is there a question here? Foden, Foden has been okay. He was subbed off early last weekend's game. You know, maybe, maybe uh, he's frustrated. He's lacking form, so maybe he's going to go ninety uh, because he's frustrated. Something like that. I think Pep cares about that kind of thing. So maybe we play him because he's frustrated. Um, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Man, I mean, if you don't think the managers <laughs> think like that. You're you're wrong. I think Managing, no, I de- like their con- I d- their confidence is like paramount. I definitely do, but at some point, uh, I, you just don't you know risk. No, I hear you. Also, like Pep. Someone. Also, you could also say Pep is also the type of guy who just doesn't give a shit. Like, I mean, that's yeah, why I, I, I hear that's you. why Cancelo's not on the team anymore. He he doesn't really mm-hmm. care. But yeah, at, at midfield, okay, Foden's eighty nine hundred again. I guess. Eze's 10K, but you couldn't really go Alvarez, Holland, and Eze. It'll be difficult kind of to build your lineups out. Uh, so if you don't want to go Foden, Neto is 9,300. And otherwise, Rodri is 7,200. Me, Ryan, and Jack had a small conversation about Rodri just because he has, I think, four-plus shots in four of the six games this season. And that, honestly, that's kind of it. Maybe Sergio Gomez starts again, but he's 6,600. Jordan, you already mentioned Nunez down at 4,800. It's just kind of like, okay, if Nunez starts, then why are we – I mean, obviously, you probably don't want to play Rodri if Nunez starts. I mean, do you want to play anyone else if if Nunez is in there kind of a thing? No. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> For cash games, I mean – like sure, would I would I like to play Andreas Pereira at sixty four hundred? Possibly, but how do you do it on this slate? You can't. So like it's just like what what are you looking at when they price Nunes at forty eight hundred? So like if he's in, and even if he's not in, I'm not even sure you can get up to anything. Once you start plugging in Alvarez, Foden, Holland, you're like you're not you're not even in this range. So it's much more likely your utility spot is going to be like some four K, three K, four K guy. We got the I I don't I'm. We really don't got defenders worth paying up for on the slate. I don't think I'm not necessarily rushing to play the Man City fullbacks being that, you know, they don't necessarily play as fullbacks. So like at midfield, like this whole middle range, like for GPP, beautiful for cash games. You're, I don't, I don't see how you're playing any of these people. Right. Any yeah, yeah. No, I wish I could disagree. It's no, you you have to play Nunez in cash. So we got forward midfield. We have four Manchester City players already in our lineup. Is is this what's going on here? Yes. <laughs> Very fun stuff. What what are the percent percentages going to be on these Manchester City players? If Nunez starts, I think you he wasn't as popular on Tuesday, but given what he did. And given yeah. this slate now, is he going to be like in this eighty plus percent range kind of a thing? He would have game, to be, yeah. yeah especially game, with yes. especially with no Gomez this time. Basically, all these players will be eighty plus percent. Is yeah, that how, is that how fun this slate is? Mm-hmm. Is that why all Who's, the contests are half in size on, on DraftKings? Is that why? That might have something to do with it. it this <laughs> is a this is a contest of who's the best at picking punts. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk about the punts. Okay, and you have tons of. I think you actually <laughs> legitimately let's, have. Let's say, I think yeah. As we as you get into this, let's just say Kovacic starts here instead of Nunez because I guess it's slightly possible he's fifty two hundred. 
And then he'd also be a sub risk because of injury. So let's just say that happens as well. Would you actually want to play Kovacic instead of Nunez? Mm, not, not nearly as much. No, not nearly as much, but like, obviously it's still okay. Yeah. All right, Jordan, get into your, uh, your cheap punts here. Okay. I think, I think, I think he's more GPP worthy, but Jeffrey Schlupp at 4,500 is okay. I prefer just underneath him, Jao Paulinia at 4,400. If you have, if you have the money, uh, Tahit Chang at 4,000 is okay uh, for Luton scrolling down. I mean, I'm not a big Harrison Reed guy, but I mean, I guess he's viable. I think I I think I prefer I prefer the Luton guys actually. I prefer Lakanga, thirty four hundred. Oh man, we're going. We're, I that's think Ryan's that's Ryan's guy. I, I think that's at midfield, and then we also have defenders in those those price ranges. Also, maybe you're playing three defenders on the slate like that. Uh, but that's I mean I'm assuming De Cordova Reed doesn't start. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's there's one guy down here that I think is more. GPP worthy. Uh, I mean, Brown at 4,600. He's one of those cheap forwards that, you know, I, I'm taught in GPP. I'm going to be targeting this Luton Wolves game more than the palace Fulham game. Uh, Luton. Yeah. They're, they're an underdog at home, but like, this is one of the best matchups they're going to have the whole season, right? They're cheap. Who says they can't, you know, can't win two nothing three. I mean, Wolves have given up goals. So I think Luton is underpriced on this slate in general. So I'm I'm looking more towards Luton players than than I mean we're gonna get to full. I think they're depending on if Anthony Robinson starts, I think he's maybe underpriced at defender. But is there anyone is there anyone else that I didn't mention that are in this like punt range, Ryan, that that you would be considering in cash games? Um no. I think you broke it down. Perfectly. Elfie, yeah. No. Elfie Dowdy, if he starts, he's fifty three hundred. Ah, yeah. I mean, I don't consider him punt like like fifty three hundred. Right. It's very hard to get to that even. But yeah, I I I like I like Dowdy. I do. I mean, dude, I would like to play Dowdy. The problem is, is that maybe I'd rather play Gavardi Old Walker even <laughs> the five K range for Man City in their matchup than play Dowdy in a like if Dowdy was defender eligible. As a wing back, I think that would make it a little bit easier because I have more slots to fill. But once I put Foden and and Nunes in my midfield spots, I mean, essentially, like you can only play one other midfielder. And do you want to spend the fifty three hundred and then go really down in two defender? Like you have to go. When I mean go down, I mean you have to go and like click on the lowest green icon <laughs> at defender. In one of the spots, in order to yeah. even get to that range. Yeah, you're playing Max Kilman if 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 you're doing that. I mean, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, there's there's not much else. Um, no, I, I agree with Jordan. I mean, Dowdy. Yeah, you know, we saw him take pretty much all the sets over Giles, so it wouldn't make sense. I don't know if you can get there. Um, I like the Luton guys too, like Jordan. I think Tahit Chong's actually a pretty good player. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good spot for Luton. Uh, you mentioned former Arsenal legend Albert Sambi Lakanga for even cheaper. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Not much to add. 
I will say, so in terms of Lakanga, so last match for Luton, I don't think they're going to do that again. Uh, neither Giles nor Dowdy started. They actually had Amari Bell playing as a wing back, and then I think Kabore was the other wing back. And uh, according to the numbers here, Lakanga took a couple set pieces. They weren't corners. He took a couple set pieces. They actually didn't have a corner in the first 75 minutes. So, I mean, there's if it's the same lineup as that, where neither Dowdy or, nor Giles are in there because Barkley was the guy taking set pieces as well. Uh, he's out. So, mm. may, I don't know if Lakanga actually takes corners, Yeah, no, that's, but... that's good to – that's actually – that's good to know. He might because we were – we had the debate last game when when neither Giles nor Dowdy started, and we thought it might be Chong. But, yeah, no, it might be Lakanga. Yeah. yeah just, he just realize that in cash games – that that your decision on who to play at a this range is going to be the difference between you making money and losing money. I mean, like probably, like, yeah, like, right. It's going to be like, well, I played Chong and you played Polina, and the two point difference meant I cash in fifty dollar double ups and you don't. I mean, like Goal, goalkeeper might be important too. Yeah, I was going to say it's always goalkeeper though. I don't even know if the midfielder matters. If you get the goalkeeper at fifteen plus points, you're good. You just got to get the right one. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Defe- defend- the defender position, though. Boy. I- yes, yeah, so. Is there, is, uh, Ryan, I know you're Mr. Pay up at defender type. Yeah. Is there anyone worth even paying up for? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think so. Um, 
And when I mean paying up for, I'm even talking about like 4,500 and above. I'm not even talking right, about like right. Right. I mean, I'm like, is there anyone worth like over 4,000 even? Willie Bowley is 4,500. <laughs> Yeah, that that some of these are the Nottingham Forest pieces are mispriced. Like yeah, yeah, no. even the center, like the Man City center backs aren't cheap, like they were on the other slate. So like I ain't paying yeah. like these prices for center backs. Like the short the short answer is no. Like if you want it to like really stretch, try to find ten points in a GPP, maybe Tarek Mitchell. I mean, but no, there like there's there's no one like worth it above that. You don't like Samato against Luton Town? Mm, man, forty seven hundred. I'd much yeah. rather play eight in a reef four thousand. And truthfully, I may not even want to play either of them. I mean, like no, like depending on your lineup construction. I mean, it comes down to do you want to spend that money? Like, would you rather play? So here's here's the question. Would you rather play Semedo out these Wolves wingbacks slash fullbacks, right? They play they play now as as just fullbacks now. Would you rather play those guys or would you rather play the four K level like Polinia, Schlup, Tehif Chong? Like to me, like I'd much rather play the the midfielders in that range that have like like they could bail me out with a goal or an assist. Like it's it's much less likely. I know Semedo and Aiden Marie kind of get in the box sometimes, but I mean, if you just look in the goal scoring odds, like the goal scoring odds for these, these 4k midfielders are so much better than the fullbacks. Yeah, I agree. Adam, I've, um, I've mentioned Semedo way too time, way too many times on this show. And it seems like he's failed every time that I'm just wasn't going to do it anymore. So um, yeah, I agree though. Like, if you're looking for a best option, maybe he's the one, but yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to, I agree with Jordan. It's hard to be in this range at defender. If Unless Rico, you're playing a city guy. Yeah. If Rico Lewis started, would he be the biggest trap on the slate at 3,700? Well, it's one I'd fall into. <laughs> yeah. It's one. I think you'd, 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 you'd obviously do it for cash games. Would you play Rico Lewis over Joakim Anderson? Yes. Joakim Anderson has the best floor of any defender on this slate. Are you aware of that? In what? How many games? 450 minutes. He has a 6.9 floor. Yeah, because he had four shots assisted against Brentford and Sheffield. But, I mean, the <laughs> other the other than those two outlier games, his other games are, are, are nothing. Well, I mean. Two out, of five, two out of five games, he overperformed. And then the other three are just like normal, normal, normal center back type of games. Good luck. Go chase that. Adam, are you trying to tell us that Joakim Anderson is the edge on this slate? I think he is. I think he is. Those he, I mean, Jordan mentioned two of their more favorable matchups of the season. This is a favorable matchup. They're home against Fulham. He is, he averaged the, averages the most, uh, what's the stat? Uh, the most. Passes into the final third of any uh, defender on the slate. I think that's what it is. We need we need Jackie on this. He I think he wrote it up in his article. But <laughs> yeah, you know, in all seriousness, I've seen him further forward than, than he. I mean, he uh, has the goal, right? And even he, he gets those crosses in. But no, like there's no defenders on this slate that look good point per dollar. Like, Anthony Robinson, of... he's questionable if he starts. Right, right, thirty four hundred. I would I would still think if he starts, he's a good candidate to come off at 
65, 70 minutes. I still think mm-hmm. at 3,400 for 65, 70 minutes of Anthony Robinson, I think I'm still fine. I, I mean, normally, I mean, we we were playing him in like 44, 45. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it in cash games, I think. Uh, what about Kabore if he starts? Because Giles and Dowdy are both mid, oh, midfield only. What if uh, Kabore started at 4,200? Yeah, he's just like for sure going to get subbed though, right? Oh, no, he played 90 last game to- I guess Doughty didn't come on. Uh, you know, I was looking at him. You know, the Giles minutes, didn't come on. Giles didn't come on. The minutes are a concern. Still a concern for me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Basically, it's all boring, and I don't know. It's uh, it's all a guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, Robinson would be the cash game play, but I would, I would maybe fade. Robinson in tournaments. If you if you want a center back, I'm most likely in my current build right now. I'm playing either one of these two guys. They're both center backs and they're both in the same game. One's 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 a one's an Adam Zadroik favorite. Anderson and Gahey. That's who you're playing. Well, not Gahey, but not walk. I'm not. I'm not talking about Joaquin Anderson. I'm talking about Mads Anderson. <laughs> Mads Mad. Jewel? Yeah, okay. Mm. Mads Anderson at 2,900 for Luton. And then the center back with the highest goal scoring odds of any center back on the slate. And that's Craig Dawson at 3,200. If I'm going to play, if I'm going to play a center back that's not like, like heavy clean sheet equity, you know, playing the Man City guys if they were priced this range, I'm going to play a guy that could bail me out with a, more likely to bail me out with a goal. And when you get the guys that are the most likely to be the targets on set pieces and in corner kicks, like, and you get them at these prices, not at four, nearly 4K, you need the salary savings. And like, I don't mind. I mean, Richards, I guess, at 31. I mean, this is going to be the type of slate where like your, your, your double ups are going to be what center back goalkeeper combination did you play versus others? Because you're going to be sharing points with pretty much everyone else in your lineup. Yeah, this is a very fun defender conversation, I'll say. Very, very exciting. Nope. Uh, so for goalkeeper, I don't, th- I mean, we're not getting up to Ederson here, but his clean sheet odds are 55%. And I mean, we had this discussion on Tuesday. Okay. Is, is it worth it here? I mean, you got to do, you got to tweak something else in your lineup to get 5,900 here for Ederson. But, you know, you're looking at 12 points, 14 points, if there even is a clean sheet here. We saw what happened uh, on Tuesday against Red Star Belgrade. I think they had 58% clean sheet. It might have been around there in that game. But, I mean, for cash games, I don't think we're getting up there given the, given the players we're playing here. But, uh, I mean, maybe you guys are doing something different here. I'm playing. I think the two goalkeepers that I'd be playing are Kaminsky and Leno, like the either the home goalkeeper with 4,500 or Leno at 4,200 when you're pretty much not playing a Crystal Palace player. I don't. Th- I people go. Well, why don't you just go down to Turner? I mean, look what happened to Man City. I mean, the opposing goalkeeper was the highest score, scorer on the game and on the slate. Uh, the 500, the the 600. I don't know what that gets. You. I I seriously like. The six hundred dollars gets you the difference between like, do you want to play the third, the thirty six hundred dollar midfielder or the forty two hundred dollar defender? And I don't think any of that matters. 
So like, I'd rather, I'd rather not play the guy that has a more likely chance of getting a negative eight, right? If it matters, like, well, well, do you, do you want to play Lakanga or do you want to play Tahi Chong? It's like, dude, I'd rather do that one v one than, than take Matt Turner. Mm. Right. Ryan, do you feel the same way? Like, I don't think any of the midfielders and defenders in that three to four K range that we talked about. I think if you literally threw them in a hat and you just picked two out of a hat, like I'd say you're fine. So that that's the only thing you're doing with that 600. I mean, you're not Look, you literally in your cash lineup have Alvarez, Holland, Foden, Nunez. Right. And like, like, so what, so what, why would you play Turner? Unless you think in terms of, Turner's the most likely to get like seven or eight saves. So 13 saves, I think. Is right. The that his upside, mm-hmm. even though his mm-hmm. downside is minus six, minus eight. His I mean, upside if, is that he actually gets you 12 points, even when man said he scored three goals. If we're being honest, Holland's not very confident right now. So he, he'll, I mean, he'll probably just have a bunch of shots on target and not score. Possible. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, um, for my whole soccer DFS career, I think I would have strongly agreed with you, Jordan. I'm slowly coming to the Turner side. And I'm, I'm serious in that, I don't know, maybe I just got burned too bad again midweek, but... But it wasn't like, popular in cash. I mean, people, people... No, 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 it's not bad. I'm just, right. I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about, forget about ownership. If, if you told me that neither Luton nor Fulham kept a clean sheet. Just just that information. I would be very tempted to just play Turner. Even if they were all the same salary. Like I think I I think I don't know. You know, I hear you about the neg the negative eight. And yeah, that that can beat you sometimes. I don't know. All I'm saying is I'm I'm warming to the idea of playing Turner in these spots. I don't know. Maybe I've just gotten beaten down so many times that I don't care anymore. I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the, these cash games and it's Ma- all Manchester City, but it almost feels like, okay, we have may, we have these assumed four Manchester City players. Then it's almost like it's a 4v4 for the rest of your lineup. So I, I guess there are decisions to be made here, and I'm not sure I'm not sure if we've actually given people great, you know, I don't know, great advice. It's kind of, you know, whoever you feel like kind of a thing. There's... It's four different routes to go. You can go Turner, you can go Leno kind of a thing. And then if you want Anthony Robinson, seems like Jordan's going to be playing him if he starts kind of a thing. Uh, Stanley is a little more expensive, but it's kind of, you know, pick out two defenders, pick out one of the two goalkeepers here, and then whoever fits in utility is kind of where you're at. Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of what our, our, you know, the first 40 minutes of this conversation, it seems like kind of where we're at here. Unless I'm missing someone else that just, you know, stands out above the rest, but I don't, I don't think so. Ryan, you're on mute here. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, just to just to, to finish my thought. If Luton were away, then I would probably play Turner. But I do agree. You know, there was some talk about cheap cheap homekeepers is is normally the way that I've always went, and I would tr- try to get to Luton's keeper if I can. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it also be you know a nine hundred dollar difference. It'll be, do you like this person? You like this person in utility more than this person, kind of thing. And what maybe Jordan was saying you, earlier, there's not a huge difference. Then maybe it gets you to Alfie Dotty. That is true. Depends. Yeah, depends where you're at. 
You got anything else for cash games here, Jordan? No, I think that's it. All right. So you talked about Luton Town, your favorite game to stack here. Maybe not stack, but just target and GPPs here. Luton Town, Wolverhampton. We got a lot of ways to go. I mean, we, we mentioned we mentioned Neto, we mentioned Dowdy. Ryan Giles is in there as well. Could be back in the starting 11. What what are your thoughts here for this match? Are you going Wolverhampton are our favorites? Are you going heavier on these Wolves guys? Are you are you doing the the Pedro Neto and then you could just plug in Craig Dawson and maybe go with Huang something like that? Cunha's there as well. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts in this matchup? I'm more interested in the Luton side. Oh, I'm more okay. interested in playing Dottie or Giles with Carlton Morris. Tahith Chong, Lakanga in midfield. I mean, the problem, the problem with the problem with this game is is positional value because like the most valuable positions on the slate to fill in Man City players are in these positions. So like I think like Luton doesn't have fullbacks that are defender eligible. Wolves do. So it may seem counterproductive. But on the the opportunity cost at defender on this slate, I think is very low, right? We don't have a 6K guy that could put up 20 points or anything like that. So, like, I have no problem playing two Wolves defender-eligible players, which includes Dawson, as my Wolves exposure, and play none of their attackers. Maybe play Cunha if he's cheap. Maybe even play Neto in a, in a, in a midfield spot. And then save my forward spots for one Man City player and then a Carlton Morris. And then have a midfield spot open for Dottie or something like that. Like, because I'm trying to put together stuff here. And it's like, you try to stack Luton, next thing you know, you just have defender slots available and you're playing Kyle Walker and Gavardiol. Like, you're going with the Man City people that you really, yeah, but you'll be different. So I'm much, I'm much more inclined to like play a lineup where it's like eight Marie plus plus Cunha on one side, or even eight Marie and Dawson. Even though Dawson, I'm much more likely to pair up with Neto. But like mm-hmm. eight Marie plus Cunha. Like I'm doing this in, in my in my lineup build right now. You play someone like Alvarez at forward, insert insert Man City player, and then you could play Dotty. You could play Dottie. You could play Chong. Right? And see, now you get into the problem that your average remaining player salary is like 6,800, and you just have one defender, goalkeeper, and utility spot. And it's like, like what what the hell do you go from there? So you could play like, instead of playing Chong, you play Doughton, you play Carlton Morris, right? You have a midfield spot open to play. You could even play, you know, Foden in your lineup. You have $4,700 for a defender and goalkeeper, average player remaining salary. I mean, dude, these lineups, you could pay up for Ederson. Like, I think the, the expensive goalkeepers are not going to be used as much. And maybe no one keeps a clean sheet other than Man City. And maybe Ederson's 12 points are fine. I mean, like, I mean, this is the kind of lineups that I'm looking at. Even in this lineup with the Luton Wolves game, I have two Man City players. I mean, like, and if I wanted to replace Foden with Neto or Alvarez with Neto, I mean, I think that's 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 fine also. It's just very hard for me to build GPP lineups that don't contain at least one Man City player. And the weird thing is that the Man City player that's the most valuable may actually be Nunes 
and he's cheap enough as it is, what are you supposed to do? I'm going to play the Luton Wolves game. I'm going to play. I'm. You know what I'm going to do, Ryan? I'm going to plug in Mateus Nunes and act like he's still on Wolves. As <laughs> if it's part of, of, of uh, Luton Wolves. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So part of the reason I don't like these slates, and it's the same same as the midweek slate is because I like to start slates going for the two highest scoring defenders and then going from there. That's like a significant part of the edge, in my opinion. That's Matt Doherty, Nico Williams. There we go. Right. That's taken away on these slates where you're just punting center backs or whatever you do and then doing something else. That's fine too. But yeah, you know, I agree with what Jordan said. I, I think I will have one. I would, I would want to have one of Alvarez or Foden in every lineup and and maybe Nunez too. So like, even if you're fading city, I would still want Nunez with one of those guys. I think an interesting way to start lineups is Eze, Neto, one city forward and Turner. Um, you just like going for something different. Like Jordan said, maybe there's no clean sheets and, eight points is enough from Turner or whatever. You're not crushed by the city goals. And I just, I don't think, I think Eze and that's all our, yeah, they're obviously going to be under owned as it is, but pairing them together, especially since they're not in the same game will be especially rare on this slate. I mean, you just gave everyone my lineup. So thanks. It's just, it's just an idea. Um, But yeah, I agree with what Jordan said in that I want the Luton side of this just from a, price perspective it makes tons of sense uh ryan just for your question your uh your strategy here spend up at defenders so i mean we didn't really talk about even playing these expensive man city defenders and they probably won't be popular because they're a little more expensive they are you know near this 5k range whereas they were three three five uh midweek so you got these you got kyle walker we've seen him have some big games gavardi all these ganji these guys can show up on the score sheet they will get forward especially in a matchup like this when you know they're going to be in the attacking third 80 percent of the match uh, are you actually looking at are you considering even you know trying to play for play for some of that upside there with those defenders because they they won't be that popular right uh yeah you, I wasn't, but you kind of sold me a little bit, to be honest. Like, I still think because it's a three-game slate, they're still going to carry some ownership, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the reason you sold me is because there's a chance that two Man City player defenders can score 10 points and no one else on the slate does. Like, a very good chance, you know, with a clean sheet. So that's intriguing, for sure. Yeah. Well, getting back to Wolverhampton here, I would say... uh Huang is 7,500. I know people are going to look at him for tournaments at 7,500, but uh, I I just don't think you look at his game logs here. It's like, he's like a Cavani here. Um, I'd actually rather preferred Belligard if you want one of those Wolves pieces. Belligard's a little cheaper, but not many people are familiar with him. First off, Uh, he was more attacking in the French league. This is also a great spot for him. But I just think, you know, he add, he'll he have more of a floor, whereas Huang, even if he scores again, I mean, is a goal with one shot going to be, you know, enough at 7,500? Probably not. But <laughs> Bellegarde actually has a floor. So I, I want to point that one out there. Yeah, no, I was I was going to ask you how much he chan you were going to have because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I agree with what you said, but I do think he'll be the lowest owned 
forward that's not on Nottingham Forest. So you basically need sense. a brace from him, though, right? Mm, it's it's a tough price, but unless maybe he you could get his... there with like eighteen points or something. Yeah, unless he has like one of his best. I guess it's possible he could have five shots, and because of the matchup, you know, maybe I'm just you know, kind of game log watching and seeing, seeing what he does. But I mean, he's usually a player. He, he doesn't rip shots. He, you know, he gets on the yeah, counter kind of a thing. That's he, a tough one. That's a tough one. Bellegarde. Is that how you say his name or Bellegarde or he, he looked the part actually against Liverpool. He looked like a decent signing. So yeah. I believe he's French. So what is that? Jean Ricner Bellegarde. Uh, yeah. He was actually doing right. really well. <laughs> he was doing really well in the French league. I think yeah, they paid. Is. 10 million for him. He's a good player and he can play a lot of spots. Uh, Gary O'Neill has talked him up a bunch, so he's going to be yeah. getting a lot of minutes for him. Jordan, this Crystal Palace full of match. We've kind of, I wouldn't say we talked a bunch on it. I mean, we mentioned Anthony Robinson. We mentioned everyone's favorite defender, Joakim Anderson. I think there's also some, you know, some worthy tournament plays here. Edward is, Edward yeah, almost. Priced in, him. They priced him where he should be now. I was playing Edward when he was like 4,500, 5,000. He's now 8K. So obviously his ownership is going to go down. But I mean, I think this is the, the least, this, out of the three games, this is the game that I'm less like. The te- We know how these teams play. I think there's less variance with these two teams. It's just so expensive to like, oh, Eze plus Edward. It's like you're spending 18,000 on Crystal Palace. When you could just spend 18000 on Man City. I mean, like, full. I'm much more likely to play Fulham because of their prices, right? Play Vinicius or Jimenez or whoever starts up top. Harry Wilson. The problem with the Fulham attackers is that they're much more likely to be subbed. Like, good luck with Willian. Good luck with these guys. Uh, so, like, it's like Pere- Pereira is going to be under own this late for what his floor is at 6400 because that price range is kind of no man's land. But typically I'm not a Pereira in GPP type of person because he's more of a cat like, oh, get me, you know, 11 points. And like, I'd rather spend that money on like Carl, like Morris for, you know, the same price. Like he could score two goals. Pereira, maybe not so much. Pereira has pens now, right though? That might help. That's the assumption. We actually don't know. I, I think Willian could actually be mm. on them as well. We we don't know yet. So, Okay. Jordan, what if I told you Edward was averaging four shots a match? He had seven shots in both matches in which were the, the most favorable matchups Crystal Palace has had this season. Um, and it seems like uh, Mateta would actually sub on for someone else as Edward has gone over – at least 89 in four or five matches this season. 8,000, Edward, giving him, give him a preloaded 10-point floor. <laughs> you have, doesn't you have, have a preloaded 10-point floor. <laughs> uh, his floor, his floor is uh, 9.8 like or something. He's right below Holland in, in terms of a floor. It's, it's Where nine. can I sign up for these preloaded floors? I will play both these Palace guys if I can if I can get that. Well, right. Joaquin Anderson is a guaranteed 15 points at least, right? So how many Palace? How many tournaments are you going to lose if you play Eze, Edward, and Anderson? I'm I, I'm overlooking IU here as well, who probably has the, a, a better floor than Edward. But uh, I mean, home against Fulham here, I, I think it's a pretty good matchup. 
Are you just not looking at Crystal Palace as much because they're just more expensive than than Luton Town Wolverhampton? Is that kind of what it is? That's the, kind of the name of the game in DFS. Salary man. Hey, if I had unlimited salary, dude, I'd be playing Eze, Neto, Holland, Alvarez, Foat. I'd be playing all these guys. Why do we even bother having to play Mateus Nunes at forty eight hundred? I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play all the expensive guys in my lineup. Now, of course, salary yeah, matters. I'm saying here. Just in tournaments here. So, I mean, we go back to what we were talking about. Oh, once about. you say in tournaments, that means you could just defy all all, all fundamentals of math. Yes, no. they will be They will no. be on your own. Yes. You can fit a few, a couple of these Crystal Palace guys, and then you can actually, instead of, you know, punting on Anthony Robinson or some other defender, you actually get a couple Manchester City players in there. You could actually fit Rodri in this lineup. Okay, fade Holland, fade... Foden or Alvarez kind of thing. You can still fit Crystal Palace guys in here. And then you get, you know, maybe Manchester City get three goals. Instead of Bernardo getting the goal, you're getting the Rodriguez goal. You're getting the Gavardio goal. You're getting Kyle Walker's 10-point floor. You don't like that strategy? Adam, I'm on board. I'm on board. You're on board. I'm sitting there going, yes, I want to overpay for Crystal Palace. Hold on, hold on. overpay for Rodri in the same lineup? No, 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 not, no, not in... I'm on board with, I like one Crystal Palace. I like one of Eze or Eduard. Quite a bit, actually. I, I Pairing them together is tough, but I like one. I don't mind, I don't mind pairing with, like, Schlupp is fine. No, to be honest, that that might even be my preferred route. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm with you just because of the ownership. I think Eze, when you factor in his floor, he only needs one goal. You know, and he's going to finish with 25 points, and that's going to be good. That's going to be good sometimes. So, yeah, I have quite a bit of interest in Eze for tournaments. Yeah, I mean, if you just think about it, like all all these guys outside of Manchester City are going to be sub 50%. You know, Eze is going to be pretty down there in his roster ship, and then you're also going to get maybe you spend up on these defenders who are also going to be down there in roster ship. I mean, sure, you can yeah. play like everyone else and, and play. You Obviously, this is a fade Holland route. And, and you're at the, you know, you got to deal with that. But it, it, you can fade the 80% players. And uh, yeah, honestly, I think Eze is going to be underowned. Uh, I mean, just look at Eze averaging 17 fantasy points with w- only one goal and zero assists. I mean, he's like been close to smashing, but just hasn't yet. And I'm like, this is a, you know me, I play, I mean, no, I know. I, I'm, I'm right. not, I'm not, uh, I know I don't have to it's, sell it's a you guys. It's that I don't want to play as a plus Edward. Like I just don't, I don't want to spend 18,000 combined on two players. No, same, same to me, to me, like if I'm fading, fading Halland, start, starting as a Alvarez Foden is just looks so good to me. What if I told you Crystal Palace and Manchester City both scored three goals? Would you then want Edward and Eze? Yes. Yeah, you. Th- that's going to be the final. The, both those teams score three goals. Then I would take that chance, sure. Okay. Is it preloaded with three goals? <laughs> I mean, you're preloading a lot of stuff into our lineups. Preloaded three goals and then upside of five goals. Oh, and Joaquin Anderson that. has a hat trick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's all it's all Ed, it's all Ezeda Anderson, you know, free kicks goals, right? And then Edward has a brace, right? Schlupp has some assists. This is all Adam, are you gonna? We, we, are can you gonna play? we can guarantee our listeners that if you play Crystal Palace, Adam Zadroik has preloaded 
a minimum of it looks like based on what you're talking about <laughs> a minimum of 75 to 85 points into your lineups by three or four of these I mean he hasn't 100%. even gotten he hasn't even gotten to Will Hughes yet are you uh preloaded yellow card for him oh, okay so is he he's not part of the palace stacks right uh, cheat to Corey. I, I don't know. I feel like we could we could have a Jordan Ayu slate here. He has the questionable mark on him. He had a dead leg last game, left early. People are going to see that mark on him and, and not want him, but it was only a dead leg, so I'm pretty sure he's healthy. Uh, we've seen him had a floor, have a floor this season. You know, what if he adds a, a goal and assist onto that floor? Um, maybe it's what his if, slate. Yeah. What if I Mario like Lamina scores four goals for Wolves? I mean, we could... Yeah, this this podcast is going to last a long time if we're just doing this random what ifs. Willie Bali, they it's maybe it's one of these slates that Nico Nico Williams, who probably won't even start, uh, comes off the bench and scores seven goals. I mean, like, and then we all go DraftKings new. Matt Dardy, all right, Jordan. Right? All right, Jordan. Who are you going? How much Holland are you going to have? That'll, that'll be my final question. How much how Holland? Much? I don't play that many lineups. Yeah, you got six lineups in tournaments. Okay. How many of those will have Holland in it? Two. Two. Of it's six. it's okay. more it's more of a fact of I think that every lineup I play will have at least one Man City player. Most will have two. I'm much more likely. So, for instance, depending on who I play, like the common it you think in terms of how the assists and goals get created. So, like. The more I'm playing Walker and Gavardiol in defender spots, the more likely I'm playing Holland in that lineup over Alvarez or Foden, right? Now, if I'm playing Dawson in my lineup, it's more likely I'm playing Neto. If I'm playing Aitnery or Semedo in my lineup, it's more likely I'm playing Cunha, right? Like the fullback to who's crossing the ball in the box, who's taking the set piece type of thing. So if I'm going to play Mads Anderson. In my lineup, I'm much more likely to have Dottie or Giles in it than other players. So that's how I view it. I think it's more likely that I only play one of Alvarez or Foden because I think that the non-Holland route is to play Alvarez and Foden together. So I think combinationally, there'll be more lineups that fade Holland and play Alvarez and Foden together then have just the combination of Holland plus Alvarez, Holland plus plus uh, Foden, and especially with Nunez. So, like, I I kind of want one of Man City's set-piece-taking players in every line. Like, it's more likely that I have Alvarez in one lineup, Foden in another lineup, but maybe not together. And then in the lineups where I have Walker or I add Holland in. And then the rest of my lineup is, like, Luton and and wolves or something like, cause I could afford that combination. So like really it comes down to the Holland lineups will have the man city fullbacks in it. And if I don't have a man city fullback, that's probably a, a non Holland type lineup. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, I think I, I agree with, I agree with that. Uh, you'd be pretty surprised if one of Alvarez or Foden, doesn't score over 15 points, you know, that you'd be pretty surprised. So I want to have one of those guys in every lineup for sure. Um, I want one to do well and one to do badly. It's kind of like, I want like all the set pieces to go on one side, you know, one of those types of games where Foden comes out at 74 minutes after they're up three, nothing. And all the set, like an Alvarez has taken 12 of them and Foden's taken three. 
They've been bombarding the goal and Foden just doesn't get on the score sheet. And he's sitting there with a nice, like, he has 10 points, but you don't need him. But, I mean, look at the last leg. I mean, it literally happened. Like, Alvarez has 46 points. And Foden <laughs> has, like, 11 or something. Like, I want that yeah. that type of result. I don't want Adam, them both gotta, have 20, uh, If they both have 22, then it's just like, okay, Chalk City wins. in GBC. Right. Adam, you got uh, any love for Taiwo Iwaniyi or... How about Callum Hudson-Odoi, fresh off a worldie in his debut uh, on Monday, I believe? Uh, I think Taiwo is in that same range as as Huang, where, you know, how many I shots is he going to prices. <laughs> yeah, he's 7K. Yeah, yeah Hudson-Odoi yeah, is yeah. 7,400. But, yeah, I mean, it's, okay, maybe he's the guy that gets the, the counter goal against Man City, and then, you know, he's sitting at 13 points. So, if you think that's enough. One thing I'll say is just based off what you guys are saying, I think you guys blasted me for saying I like Doku last week and then he had the 13 point floor. But we haven't really blasted you. I kind of blasted you. Okay. Well, I we we haven't really mentioned we haven't mentioned Doku. I mean, Jordan just went through it. If he fates Holland, he's going to go Alvarez and Foden. Doku's just sitting there. It seems like he's going to be the guy kind of he's going to be on the outside in terms of percentages. Okay. He doesn't have he doesn't have set pieces. Okay. But as you know, as we said last week, it, he's kind of in this, you know, grayish role where he's going to do a lot of other things. He's going to, he's a big dribbler. He's going to draw fouls, that kind of a thing. And, you know, if he is, you know, 20, 30%, you know, less owned than Alvarez and Foden, I kind of think that I that he may be preferred for me in tournaments just because you are getting someone who's going to be less popular. He has similar upside. He has similar floor. So why not just go with the possibility that, you know, maybe he just beats both of Alvarez and Foden. Hard to argue with that. Hard to argue with that. I think he's going to actually, he's going to be way less popular, actually. Um, I, remember I, I, just, I disagree. I disagree with, I okay. agree with the concept. I disagree with the ownership. I okay. Think well, will be 25 plus percent. Owned, at least. Right. But the other guys are going to be like 70. Just be, I, 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 I only say that because, the his debut against Fulham that was a great spot for City that game on sep- September second um, and all those City guys were so popular. Doku was eight percent. Doku was eight percent. So like I, I, he will get a little forgotten about. He of course twenty percent, twenty five percent or whatever. But the other guys are going to be massive chalk. Yeah, I think it'll be Holland, Alvarez, Foden, and then Doku in terms of Jordan. You disagree. What do you think? Alvarez will be one. Foden will be two. Holland will be three. Holland. Uh, no, will actually, be three. no, no. I'll put Holland at two. Foden. They'll be very close. I, but I think out, out, out of all the Man City players, I think Alvarez will be the highest owned out of the bunch. Jordan, who who comes in higher, Doku or Eze? Doku. Because people are going to yeah. look at this slate and just go, how do, how do I play as much Man City? Yeah, no, I know. We'll be, we'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Hmm. Should be interesting. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. That's a 48-hour trial. Get this cheat sheet to get stats, to get everything available at Rotowire. Uh, yeah, not just soccer as well. You can find Jordan at Blender HD on X. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belongi on X. You can find me at RotoZadroik. And also, Rotowire Soccer. You can get all of the updates going on at Rotowire soccer again, please. X, please. Yeah. Are you part please. of the cult? We, I still call it Twitter. It's Twitter. You go to Twitter. We still call it Twitter. Okay, I'll call it Twitter on this show just for 
just for Jordan. All the Twitter. We're on X. Don't do that. Also, Twitter. I forgot to mention I'm wearing, I am over 30 years old and I'm wearing a flat brimmed hat just for Ryan on this show. So uh, mm, it looks a little curved. It's curved. It's, that's, it curved yeah, that's enough. acceptable enough. It's acceptable <laughs> enough. Oh. All right. I, I've, I've worn it, you know, more than 10 years. So it must have this, this automatic curve in here. But thank you, everyone, for watching this. Please like and subscribe. Hopefully, maybe we're at uh, maybe we're at 1K here after this video. We'll see. But Ryan, Jordan, thank you. We'll see everyone next week. Good luck, everybody. The headlines remind us daily: the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.